Wow. All I can say is, wow. What a time to be a Cincinnati Bearcats fan. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And here we go on a Friday. Happy Friday. Thank you so much for making Locked On Bearcats your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. So don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow us to get an alert every time that we drop a new episode. My name is Alex Frank, your host each and every day here on Locked On Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Friday, May 19th, 43 days from now. The Cincinnati Bearcats are members of the Big 12. That is what I'm focusing this show on today. Because what an unbelievable night it was to be at the Brewdog Dog Tap here in Columbus to see all of you. Shout out John and Chris who came up to me and said how much they enjoyed listening to the show. Really appreciate that. And... What a great night to see all of you Central Ohio Bearcat fans. Because as Dan Horde said in in his speech last night, in his remarks, there are thousands of Central, there are thousands of Bearcat fans and Bearcat alumni living here in Central Ohio. I'm one of them. And it's great to be a part of the large number of of Bearcat alums here in this city. And it was great to see everybody who came out last night for the day one tour. It was incredible how many Bearcat fans, and and not just Bearcat fans, but everybody was wearing Bearcat's gear. Everybody was in a great, jovial mood. Not like, it wasn't like something you had to be at. But you wanted to be. Apologies for my allergies in, in advance. But what stood out to me, in addition to that, and who really won the night, is John Cunningham. I am more and more impressed every time I'm around him. Every time I hear him speak in one of these events, every development that happens within the University of Cincinnati. I am in awe of John Cunningham and everything he does for this university. And where he has taken them and where he's going to take them. So last night, John Cunningham spoke. Detailing the road to the Bearcats, the road the Bearcats have taken to get to the Big 12. But he also detailed a story on, in 2021, when the Bearcats hosted College Game Day. And that was an unbelievable day. I was there for that. But what John Cunningham told the the crowd who was there at the Day 1 tour was he was walking through the Bearcats' tailgates. And someone yelled out to him, Nice job, Cunningham, so far. And... 
you can take that multiple ways. I take that multiple ways. But John Cunningham said that that was that he thinks about that all the time as a reminder of yeah, the Bearcats are in a great spot as a university and as an athletic program, but there's still but there's still ways to go. Even though they're in the Big Twelve, even though they're in the Big Twelve, and it's great they're in the Big Twelve. There is still work to do because it's one thing, and I think we're still in that honeymoon phase, and we probably will be up until July first. But once the but once the gloves get thrown down, it's game on. But John Cunningham explaining when the Bearcats joined the Big Twelve or got invited to join the Big Twelve in 2021 was when he. And UC President Neville, Dr. Neville Pinto, were invited by Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby down to Dallas to present to Bowlesby why the Bearcats should join the Big 12. And Cunningham said that he and Dr. Pinto had a week to prepare. And they prepared everything graphs, charts, data analysis, everything. Well, they didn't need all that. Because Bob Bowlesby told them when they got to his house in, in, in suburb Dallas, in the Dallas suburbs, that UC was going to join the Big 12. And that Cincinnati was the first school that Bob Bowlesby contacted to join the Big 12 once Oklahoma and Texas were leaving. Think about that for a minute. But it speaks to John Cunningham and how prepared he was for that moment. And how much he and Dr. Pinto took to prepare for that. And understanding that that's what's going to take for the athletic department and every single program as a whole, once they get in the Big 12 officially on July 1st, is they're going to have to be prepared for an uptick in competition, primarily, but also more exposure. There is a great sense that the University of Cincinnati could struggle. I don't think it will. More on that in just a few minutes. But John Cunningham, in his preparedness and his drive and his passion to get this university to where he thinks it belongs, ever since he was hired in December of 2019, and and if you could go back and ask yourself, what did you want from John Cunningham the most when he was hired? Probably you would say, get them to the Power Five. He's done that and more. Everything he's done from three three coaches who were at the day one tour are, are John Cunningham hires. Three of them are John Cunningham hires. Think about that for a minute. He's had three head coaching hires. He's had a conference, he's had a conference change. And all the while, he is everything that you wanted him to do, he's done. He didn't fire Luke Fickle. He hired Scott Satterfield. And he caught the Bearcats men's basketball program before it got much worse. He saved it from spiraling. Think about that for a minute. And and all that he's done last night was the culmination. And him getting up there and saying that 
you know, the Bearcats, you know, Cincinnati, the Bearcats own Cincinnati. Now they're going to try and take over Central Ohio. I don't know if they will with Ohio State, but still, I mean, still the ambition was there. You could see it. And then Cleveland. The Bearcats, as Neil and I talked about yesterday, they are no longer just owning Cincinnati. They are owning the state of Ohio, potentially, because now they're Power 5 members. Are they going to completely own the state? No. But what I'm saying is there's going to be a more prevalence of Bearcats and Bearcats gear and Bearcats fans than there are now because they're going to the Power 5 because there's a vision in place thanks to the leader of the athletic department. And the man that he recently hired, I grow more and more attracted to him as the head coach every single time I hear him speak. And I'm going to tell you the one stat about Scott Satterfield that might just sway how you feel about him once and for all. I'll get into that after I explain to you how this episode of Locked On Bearcats is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Look, I look better and I feel great better wearing Bird Dogs. I wore short, I wore Bird Dog shorts last night to the day one tour. Why? Because their stretchy fabric makes my legs look great and they're comfier than my other shorts and pants. But I'm going to tell you why they're comfier. Because it's like wearing compression shorts and flat pocket shorts in one. That's how great they feel. They give me the freedom to wear one pair of shorts or pants on the golf course to a meeting, a date, or go to the day one tour. And if you don't believe me, take these other examples. So you got Dave Portnoy, who does pizza reviews wearing bird dogs and talks about how he hates the pizza. Who, who, who could hate pizza? But his legs look great in bird dogs. Then you got college football nerds who say they are the perfect pants for dads that have a little extra gut. Well, bird dogs make them look great and feel comfortable. So go to birddogs.com slash college. And when you enter promo code college, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. Bird dogs. Thanks so much for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. All right. So Scott Satterfield. Scott Satterfield. I know. And again, I talked to someone last night at the day one tour. How I feel about how they feel about Scott Satterfield. It is amazing to me still the skepticism that is there. I get it if there's some. But what I don't understand is, why are, so, why are so many people, like, just, I don't know. I think they're still in shock that Luke Fickle left. But what if I told you this? As we enter the modern era of college football at Cincinnati, where you must have a dynamic offense, what if I told you that the Cincinnati Bearcats, or the Louisville Cardinals, excuse me. Excuse me for my phone ringing. What if I told you that the Louisville Cardinals were the only team in college football over the last four years to average 200 rushing yards and passing yards, and their head coach was Scott Satterfield? That's who the Bearcats are getting. The roster is obviously... The roster is obviously going to be different. But the scheme is too, and that's a good thing. 
when you hear Scott Satterfield talk, when you hear him talk about it, he talked about this in the day one tour, the transition, or I'm sorry, the tradition of the Cincinnati Bearcats program. And that is what has attracted him to this job for so many years. You hear that. And you hear him talk about recruiting, and you hear him talk about NIL, and all of the great stuff that comes with the University of Cincinnati. He understands what this program is about. And the same goes for all five coaches who were there last night. And I'll get to that in a minute. But Scott Satterfield understands that he that, that this program wins. He's not coming in here just to keep it around eight and four. No. And I'm not saying the Bearcats are going to go nine and three this year or win the Big 12 championship. But don't think that I at least, and maybe you do this too, but I'd be lying to you if I said I don't, th- th- there is a, um, and I'm being truthful when I say this. It is true that every day, at some point, I think about, you know, the Bearcats can win the Big 12 championship. Because why not? The Cincinnati Bearcats have a winning tradition. Contrary to what some of you might think, especially when it comes to football. Because I've said that the football program has only been great for the last five years. But if you look at the last 20 years, and you look at the last since 2006, ever since they upset number seven Rutgers at home at Nippert Stadium, outside of three awful seasons, the Bearcats have been a really good program and a top 25 program. By the way, great to see Isaiah Pede at the day one tour last night. Great to see great to see Stefan Bird's parents. Stefan Bird a running back on this year's team, who you might see tote the rock as Dan Horn described last night at times throughout the season. Great to see a lot of fans. Great to see so many alumni. Great to see just how much or how many Bearcat fans are here in Central Ohio? Because I recognize that I do live in Buckeye country. But there is still a large prevalence of Bearcats fans, and that is fantastic to see. And Scott Satterfield is taking over a program that does win, and I think will continue to win. The people I talk to understand the people I talk with understand that the offense, excuse me, the offense is going to be a work in progress. But we do know the defense is going to be really good. And Scott Satterfield is an offensive-minded head coach. And it may not be that, that long of a process for this offense to be really good. I'm not saying the Bearcats are going to go 9-3 and three or 10-2. and two. But one thing that I, I, I talk about, I've talked about on this show, Neil and I talked about it yesterday, and I talked about it with someone last night. All the Bearcats need to do is survive the dip and transition. And those two are woven together. 
they're transitioning into the Big 12. You need they need to survive the dip that could come because of it. Oklahoma is not going to be an easy first Big 12 game. I'm here to say that right now. It's not. Going to BYU six days after that is going to be a, a whole other deal. But what I think you're going to see is them hit their stride at the end of the season. I keep saying, we'll talk about the... I'm more concerned about how they do after the bye than I am before. As long as they are at least two and three going into the bye, I'm okay with that. If they're three and two, okay, now we got something. And anything beyond that is incredible. Because you look at their schedule, and so many people I talk with, just... They, we are, we, we just like the fact that you look at the schedule and you see Kansas, you see, you see Iowa, Iowa State and Baylor, way more of those teams than USF, Tulsa, etc. Because they're in the Big 12. They've made the Power Five. And it's going to be game on in 43 days. And that means it's game on for me in this podcast. Which goes down to three days a week starting in June. I am thinking, right now I'm thinking that the three days that I will have shows up for you will be Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So Tuesday through Thursday. And I will, of course, let you know if that changes. All right, coming up. Some other, observ- some other observations I made last night. How can you not love Wes Miller as the head coach? Plus, I'm going to talk about the other three coaches who were there last night. Because they are just as equally important and valuable and successful as Scott Satterfield and Wes Miller are. We'll do that after I again explain to you how this episode of Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by Bird Dogs. I didn't have the overlay up in the first uh, in the first ad read, so after segment one, so might as well do it again. Might as well tell you again how great bird dogs are. Uh, personally, I look better and feel great when I'm wearing bird dogs. I wore these shorts, bird dogs, to the day one tour. Their stretchy fabric makes my legs look great, and they're comfier than my other shorts and pants. They give me the freedom to wear one pair of shorts or pants on the golf course to a meeting, a date, or hanging out with friends. So, if you don't believe me, well, why don't you listen to Brett Kreischer, who wakes up at his lake house wearing bird dogs. He goes for a swim, smokes a cigar like Joe Burrow, grills burgers, and shills with his family all in the shorts he associates with the summer. Bird dogs. Or, pardon my take host, PFT, famously never wears pants. And the only shorts he truly loves are bird dogs. So say something like, I'm going to say something like, man, I never, I've never done that before. Whew, what a day this has been. So go to birddogs.com slash college. And when you enter promo code Locked on College, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. That is Bird Dogs. So, I, I really think, and I I was blown away by his introductory press conference two years ago, and I still am hopeful about what Wes Miller can do for the Bearcats program. Wes Miller is exactly who the program needs. He's not from Cincinnati. He had never been to Cincinnati prior to his to the Bearcats hiring him. But he understands the program. Him wearing the Jordan 
Jordan Brand collared shirt last night. Incredible. Him understanding that, that the Bearcats are essentially going back to the future, reconnecting with the past. And the fact that the Bearcats are one of only 13 schools to wear the Jordan Brand uniforms, in addition to North Carolina, who Wes Miller played for under Roy Williams. And Wes Miller is never afraid to, you know, hype up the program. Under, he said that they're competing for national championships every year. This man has a drive, and he's going to rebuild the program. And I get it. There has been some frustration along the way. But there's also been a lot of good. Look at who they've gotten in the transfer portal this year. I mean, just think about C.J. Frederick and Seamus Lukosius and Jameel Reynolds, maybe Aziz Bandego. I mean, there is so much happening. And I... I go back to this. Someone someone asked this last night at the day one tour. The fact that the Cincinnati Bearcats have Jizzle James and his dad is Pro Football Hall of Fame running back Edron James. I mean, how can you not love that? The caliber of players the Bearcats are getting is unbelievable. I mean, the the connections that they have are just, I mean, we've never had this. And sorry for my allergies again. And the man that is leading the program is their hype man. And he just has this energy and this, you know, he walks around with a sense of confidence that he is absolutely the right man for this job, and he's going to take this program to great places. Excuse me. And if you can't, and and, and I don't know how you don't buy into that. When you hear him speak about how great the program is, excuse me, that's what I think about. Now, Molly Alvey of volleyball, Mandy Commons to sale of swimming and diving, and uh, Katrina Merriweather of women's basketball. All three of them spoke last night as well. And those three are just as valuable to the Bearcats and going in the Big 12 as Scott Satterfield and Wes Miller. Because, first off, Manny Commons to sale in 10 seasons as head coach has had eight conference swimmers of the year. Molly Alvey has coached a handful of great players. Took the Bearcats to the Sweet 16 for the first time in program history in 2019. And then Katrina Merriweather is a Cincinnati alum. Played under Lori Pirtle. Now back at her alma mater. When you hear those three talk about recruiting, they hold just as much value. And this podcast is focused on football and men's basketball. I acknowledge that. But I also think about how great the university is with their other programs. And how great some of them are. Men's golf had a fantastic season. Men's golf had its most successful season in program history. And they've had some great players over the years. 
making it all the way to the Las Vegas Regional. That stuff matters to this university. That stuff matters. At least it should matter. Men's golf, um, the number 40 team in the nation, they finished 8th in the Las Vegas Regional. 14 strokes shy of the number 5 spot. 29 under, 835. Sean Jean tied for 9, 13 under. Uh, Doug Martin, the head coach, really, really nice, really great head coach. Um, you had Ryan Ford, Ty Gingrich, Ryland Wilderspoon, William McDonald. All these guys. Just a fantastic season. 835 strokes. 29 under the regional. Incredible effort by the Bearcats. And all of them, all these programs, are now going to get so much more exposure and finally be at the Power 5 table. It matters now. That's going to do it for me today. Right here on Lockdown Bearcats, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. 43 days from now, Bearcats are officially Big 12 members working on a special show for that day, July 1st to Saturday. 106 days away. Is that right? Yeah. 106 days away from the Bearcats. Is that right? Yeah. 106 days away from the Bearcats season opener against DKU at Historic Nippers Stadium. That is Saturday, September 2nd. And then 127 days away from the Bearcats taking on Oklahoma in their Big 12 opener. 114 days away from the Bengals season opener. 129 from Bengals Rams, and then 226 from Bengals Chiefs. Back next week, the usual suspects on this show, potentially Neil Meyer, Zach and Sean, Russ Heltman. Looking forward to uh, being back with all of you. Have a great weekend. I'm on Twitter at Frankie underscore Natty with two N's and an ATI. Instagram, AlexFrankie underscore, and then email, Alex3FrankieGmail.com. Have a great rest of your day. Have a great weekend. I'm back on Monday. Right here on Lockdown Bearcats, part of, did I say I'm Alex Frank? Well, you know, you know who I am. But anyway, have a great day. Have a great weekend. I'm back on Monday on Lockdown Bearcats, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.